for the people This is Street Radio for Unsung Hero Riding in the Rego, trying to stay legal My daughter found Nemo, I found a new primo Yeah, you know how we do, we do it for the people Hello and welcome back to Broken Mosaic. Um, audience, thank you for listening in today and tuning in. We have a very special episode for you today. Um, we're going to kind of change things up here today and talk about something that's been on um, Amit's heart. And so um, you'll be able to hear some passion come out from him. But before we get started, um, again, just thank you for joining us. We want to be able to, uh, to bring this on as many platforms as we can um, across the world. So you can uh, listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, by CastBox, Anchor FM, um, Transitor, and all the other major platforms out there. Also, um, if you haven't already, take a take a gander at our um, Instagram webpage, which is at broken.mosaics with an X. Um, and then visit our website. There's not much on there. It's still in process of kind of becoming something. But we cannot do that without feedback from our audience. Um, we have a forum on there um, that people can um, talk about certain mental health topics, um, anything basically that we talk about on our podcast. We also have um, a feedback option where you can ask private questions to us or just if you're bored and you want to chat one of us, you can go ahead and do that also. And then um, our email address is ask at broken.mosaicwithanx.com. Um, so thank you again for tuning in wherever you're listening from, whatever time zone it may be. Um, so this country in the last couple of days from uh, what I know, and um, I've been told by other people, has been going through some turmoil. And um, Amit's had a very uh, interesting conversation with me. Um, and so I'm going to bring him in. Amit, thank you for joining us today. What's on your little big heart this uh, this week? Vinny, thank you so much for the uh, nice, warm, hospitable welcome. As always, man, great opening. Um, audience, thank you for listening in. It's so good to be back with you guys today. Um, yeah, uh, as we're recording this right now, uh, as Vinny mentioned, uh, what's been on my heart is the, uh, the racial injustice that we mm -hmm. are seeing in the United States um, and uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, which has been going on. It's been on my heart for a while. And uh, yeah, you, man, you know, uh, when humanity, humanity is shaken like the way it has been, um, you can't help but just stop, man, and, and really try to prioritize what, what really is important in life, you know? And I really right. do feel that uh, everyone will have their views and their opinions on this whole thing, this whole, these concepts and this podcast. And it's awesome. Uh, everybody has the right to that. And uh, we want everyone to have their opinions on these things. But then it comes to a point, man, where it's time to take action now. Uh, and one of our ways of doing that is this podcast today, is speaking out um, about these things. And uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, I will try to stay as podcast professional as I can. Um, what is podcast professional? Hold on. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be raw and uncut. I would say the answer to that is the opening from Vineet. Podcast professional. Oh, okay. If you want a, a template. <laughs> that's a, that's a professional that's going to get with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, th th this is raw and uncut. Absolutely. Um, we are right now recording this uh, 
you know, one day after the 24 hours after the uh, NBA, WNBA, uh, MLB, MLS, top professional sports leagues have uh, decided to boycott games. You know, that's interesting. You had mentioned that to me yesterday. Yeah. And obviously, I, you know, I'm not that big into sports, so I, I knew nothing about it. When the 10 o'clock news comes on and they turn to, like, the sports transition, that's when it goes off and I go night-night. Uh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when you told me yesterday that, you know, during the playoffs, what, it was supposed to be another game between um, the Lakers and... And Portland Trailblazers. The trouble. Okay, so and so they they just boycotted it, right? And one of my other good friends was talking to me about it this morning. Yeah. What sign does that present to you that you you know? Um, yeah. What is that telling you that is going on in our in our community that we call America? Oh man, great question. It was a historic day, a first time in history of sports. The landscape uh, shifted. This is one of those days yesterday where it'll be. Where were you when you heard the news? Mm. August 26th. Oh, wow. Do you remember where, what you were doing? And everyone will know. It's a, if it's a seminal moment, um, pivotal moment, man, in our culture, in our history, in the fight against uh, racism. Um, of a huge day, man, uh, from all of I, I was glued to the TV for hours. Uh, I, most people who know me know I don't want to watch the news at all, um, right. which I did that yesterday. You know, I, I was just, I couldn't turn it off, man. Uh, it consumed me so much. And what it said was is that there, there's our brothers and sisters right now that are hurting, that are dying, that are crying for help, that have very uh, low mental health. Mm. Uh, people mm-hmm. are, you know, marginalized. People are, you know, um, uh, being discriminated upon. People are confused. Uh, people are tired, man. They're just so exhausted, you know. Right. I can go on and on and on, man, about this. But th- that's really, I guess. You said something interesting. Um, the mental health part of it. You know, I'm pretty big on that. Yeah. How do you think all this is playing out um, with with the, the other shooting that just happened? Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, with the Black Black Lives Matter movement, like within the community. Yeah. You think? I mean, I'm pretty sure we all know the answer to this, but from what you've seen, especially yeah. working with kids, right? I mean, you work in a school yeah, system. Sure. Um, yeah. How is that affecting? How is all this? You know, societal norms and society is changing now, and so there's definitely yeah. a way of living with this Black Lives uh, Black Lives Matter movement. How do you How do you yeah. think that's playing out in the minds of you know African Americans? Like, do you, you think there's a thing now? Oh man, it is uh, just a it's a pandemic in itself. Oh, that's the best word for me to use. Yeah, the the mental health of African-Americans in this country is at a pandemic level. That's how bad it is. From the people I've talked to, from the people I've watched who have expressed their reactions to this, African-American people, public figures, non-public figures, um, they're at a breaking point, man. They're they're Mm. living in a a fear that uh, should not have existed ever. Um, I believe that this country is not founded on those those morals, and I don't believe that this is anywhere near how God wants um, His children to to live and to uh, be treated. Um, but we're going to see out of this a massive uh, mental health pandemic, uh, where we're going to need so many people, uh, professionals, to uh, be able to treat and serve and listen 
and uh, give resources. Um, so many people are going to be in need in the future, man. It's going to be pretty crazy. That's yeah. that's, inter that's interesting. I mean, yeah, I just saw. So I was listening. To, I was watching Google. I was list, reading Google News um, in the past yeah. couple of hours, and so I guess there were leaders of a city. I think Kenosha had yeah. abandoned yeah. the city, and so armed mm. citizens had to take over their own city for protection. Mm. Yeah, walking yeah. around with rifles, and I the first thought that comes to mind is the purge like yeah you know we joke around about it i used to joke around about it you know when those movies came out and the american purge and stuff like that but can it be true can can this get so can this get so far deep where where the mental health crisis becomes the purge where mm -hmm. where the black lives matter movement becomes a purge not not necessarily yeah. saying okay you know the purge is with everyone, you know, murdering, killing people or that one day of freedom, but like, can it become so big where it becomes uncontrollable? It does, that, is that where we have to go to in our country? Yeah. To finally, quote unquote, figure this out. I think we're there right now. Really? I think there is no can we. I truly believe right now, as you hear my voice, it has become. We're there right now. We're, uh, we're in, we're in say, uh, what, what are some examples or like, why, why do you say that? I say that, man, because we've been fighting oppression for 400 years. Oh, okay, Racism okay. has been around for 400 years. Right. There's a long list of people that have lost lives already. This is just, uh, we're way overdue. We have already gotten to that place where it's out of control already. It is absolutely out of control, man. You know, when... When somebody can, uh, somebody who's white can go into a black church and shoot nine and kill nine people, right? And then right. police not to shoot back at that person, but to arrest that person and take them to Burger King to get something to eat before taking them into the police station versus Jacob I Blake. I wish that were to happen to me on the times I've gotten arrested um, with my DUIs <laughs> and such not, but, yeah. you know... Obviously, yeah. I'm, you know, it didn't. Yeah. But no, the truth. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, this, this young man, the most recent one, just going to his car, you know, uh, gets shot in the back seven times and is now paralyzed with three little children to watch. Um, we're there right now. This is so a I dangerous heard, level now. I heard, you know, let, 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 let's talk about this subject for a second. And let me, mm -hmm. let me, let me get your viewpoints on this. Um, yeah. I don't know much about what happened with this individual getting shot, um, but I've heard both sides of the story from you and from, um, you know, someone else. Uh, and then the conclusion, was, you know, I guess this individual had a warrant and had like a small knife on him or something, but um, the warrant was, you know, that he raped, raped a young girl. Um, and okay. so my comment to someone else I was talking to this about was, mm. we are human. Any religion, you know, right. in any religion, we're called to forgive at some point, right? Okay, so right, right, right. I get that. And then right. there's the law, which which officers are supposed to uphold, right? Right. And uh, but here's my comment: What is a knife going to do to you? 
At the end, the exactly. worst thing that can happen if if someone threw the knife or took a jab at you, you you get stuck in your carotid artery, either in your neck or one of your legs, and you bleed exactly. out. Right. Exactly. Or the least thing that can happen, it misses you and hits your police car or falls on the floor. I that's my personal opinion. Okay. And right. so I mean, because I've 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 had I've had a friend that went through this. You know, not friends, friends, friend that ended up dying, but same thing back in the early 2000s. And so you don't, there's a taser, there's bulletproof guns, there's pepper spray that go at least 20 feet. You know, there, there's definitely ways to disarm the individual. And this, right. this is, this is all from what I know, but at the end of the day, yeah. this person has a soul. I mean, you know, I'm going right. to bring this into the picture, right? Right. Like I think, so Berkeley there, there's a plan in Berkeley or there was here in California to remove weapons and, and like unarmed officers and have more peace control and see what that does with crime rates. Right. Okay. Okay. So I'm just putting that in there. And I, I made a comment to my, my friend who was talking about this, like, that's probably going to be the best idea ever to see where it goes. Yeah. But I'm not saying that to happen, but it gives, it gives people who uphold the law a better opportunity to look past the weapon. Right. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what are your thoughts on the whole situation that just happened? Well, I think uh, the, the raw and uncut passion is already being uh, spilled over from Vinit. Uh, he's taking the lead on this one, and uh, he's proving himself wrong right now, audience. So this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> and you're right, man. Uh, the whole gun laws and weapon laws and all that stuff. I'm like you. What is a knife going to do, really? Um, I just think it just it's another way of people to sweep under the rug the uncomfortable conversation, the pride, the ego that comes in to where they don't want to discuss the real issues at hand. They'll go, immediately go to his rape record or the knife or, or whatever negative things in the past and totally discount what is happening here. Now, none of us would ever condone rape or, you know, whatever issues he's had in the past, what reason to carry a knife, you know, all those things are a separate issue. We don't condone that. Um, but this is, like you said, it's a human soul. And we're supposed to forgive, you know? And so I think it's very interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually, I'm hearing it first time from you, this whole Berkeley thing. I'm going to read up on that a lot and educate myself. And, you know, we'll see where we go, man. Yeah. You know, at the, I always talk about this, you know, put the human aside. There is a soul. And yeah. so, I mean, yeah. we tend to forget about that. I, t I do it every day. You know, I fall short of every, every day to, yeah. As much as I'm working on myself, you know that, hey, people have souls and let's look past that. But you said one thing that interested me. You said a rap sheet. You know, this guy had a record. And yeah. so, I mean, you know, so you know, some of the biggest hurdles I'm facing right now in life is is my yeah. past and my legal problems. And so, right, right. you know, with this transformation that has begun in my life, I also have a rap sheet that's attached to me. I mean, it's nothing major, but it's 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 major to me. Right. Because yeah. there's a lot of DUIs on there and there's a lot of, you know, there's a financial crime and things like that. But I get judged by mm. by that. They don't they don't judge me for today. Okay. So what what happens? Beautiful. What happens to me when I get pulled? Yeah. And I'm not trying to make this about myself because I remember. Mm. No, know, no, no. Hold on. We are. We actually are. Because this is a perfect segue into where I'm about to go. OK. <laughs> Stay on it. Beautiful. What happens you, man. to me yeah. Yeah. when I get pulled over or if I'm on a run and I do right. accidental jaywalking, they check. All right. 
And even though things are pending, things have been taken care of. But yeah. I'm not that person that I saw in that book because of this mental health issue crisis I had that I finally right. found myself and I'm working myself. But they won't know that. They right. won't pass okay. All right. But will I, will I get... Will I get a a knee on my neck? Will will I get okay. I, will I get a taser drawn to me? Even though I okay. have not crime, it, it is a fear, right. and we should never it is a fear. We should never fear the law, because the law right. itself should be something that something that just guides us and uh, mm. tells us how to do our responsibilities. Right. All right. Well. I'm going to now shift gears and go right off of what Vinny's saying to actually what was really on my heart for today's podcast now. And it sets us up so perfectly. The Indian community's response to Black Lives Matter. That's what I want this to be about. And actually from here on out for the rest of this podcast, we're going to roll with this. I'm going to unpack this. All right. Because we hear a lot about in the news about the Black Lives Matter movement and it's white versus black, this whole thing. But there's something else that is within the Indian community, right? Um, and not necessarily what Indian people feel about what's happening to black people. I'm talking about this very ugly, very, very um, controversial, Fiji Indian versus India Indian debate when it comes to racism, all right? Now, for me personally, for those who are listening right here, it's time that we stop sweeping this under the rug. Fiji Indians versus India Indians. And Vineet and I both have many experiences in this growing up of being submerged in a culture very similar to white versus black. And we're, you know, so, I, I don't even want to use the word in terms of how we are, we're all came from the same place anyway. Everybody came from India anyway. But somehow along the way, we found that there's competition now, that one side is better than the other. One side should not, uh, you know, get involved with the other or conversate with the other, do business with the other. Um, one side is boring and we're you're more fashionably advanced or more technologically advanced. The others are just misfits of India. There's this back and forth thing that keeps going on and on. Now, for me personally, the biggest component for me to follow Christ, which is my greatest passion in life, to get better at following him, is to tell on myself. Living my life, telling on myself. All right? And that is, I'm going to raise my hand and say, I'm a racist. Who has been delivered. Who has been given truth and my eyes have been opened. Explain. Now I could call myself a former racist. Okay. And what that means is I grew up looking at people from India neg in a negative light. Even really? people that I didn't even know. Because the Fiji community at times paints this picture that they're all about money. They're all about status, caste system, all of these negative things and will fail to include the good things, the important things, the brotherhood that we should have with, with amongst ourselves. And there would be these comments, these, these little 
weird things always made when we would go to Indian stores and we would see people from India. And now that, you know, I have students at my school in high school that people from India, you know, different little groups, subgroups, everybody remembers high school, you know, the East Indian populations, right? We're better than the other groups. There would be com competition back and forth with, you know, specific people within the India region versus the Fiji people. Everybody kind of hung to their own and clung to their own. So there was a time, man, where I, I just kind of believed what I thought to be taught that, you know what? I don't want to associate with people from India. I don't want to be a part of anybody from India. And I was living this lie. I was living in a sin, actually, because racism is sin, right? And it took a long period of time, man, for God to work on me to finally open my eyes and say, hey, wait a minute. How is this different than white and black, what we're doing to each other, right? And there was, there's been amazing people in my life from India, actually, good friends that I passed up opportunities on, man, that I walked away from. Because I was living this this whole competition thing. And, you know, I've been subject to it, too. I'm not going to say that an in, a person from India has never asked me a question. Hey, where are you from? You know, what ethnicity are you? I say, you know, my parents are from Fiji. And the treatment and the facial expression, the body language after that, it has happened to me, too. You know? But a very important thing, man, is we need to stop this in our community. We need to recognize that just because somebody's from India or someone's from Fiji... It doesn't mean that anyone is less educated or less um, appropriate in, in the society or, you know, more of a criminal than one of the others, right? Or, or they're from a third world country and, and we're just from a little island, this whole, this whole thing. I hope I'm making sense to people listening right now, right? We just have to, we have to let that go because no change can actually happen until we start, because nobody talks about this, man, you know, and, and, and those who are listening right now, you know, I just want to say to, to people from India or anybody Indian, love you. You are exactly the same as me. There is no competition. Those days are gone and far removed. And I'm actually engaged to a woman who was born in Rajasthan, India. So my wife-to-be is an Indian woman and has shown me so much about Indian culture and helped me to become get to this place, man. So It's funny how all that works out, doesn't it? Funny how that actually works out, isn't it? Isn't, isn't it how God uses the exact thing that you used to oppose right. to now play such a significant role in your life, you know, my, my wife uh, to be. And, you know, I just want to show love for every person from India. I, I have asked for forgiveness from God to, you know, forgive me for all the, the wrong mentalities I had towards them before, you know, um, we, we're all the same, man. We, we, we definitely have that within us. So do you have anything to say? I want to know your comments, man, your experiences with the India versus Fiji debate. I really have no big experiences, but I get what you're coming from because I actually, out of the blue, even before we decided on this podcast topic, was talking to, you know, another good friend of mine's and we're talking about how, um, a little bit about spirituality, but the differences between the two cultures, right? India, India, okay. and Fiji and India. Right. And, uh, you know, he kind of opened up my eyes saying, you know, how, how India is a little yeah. bit different um, yeah. culturally because, you know, to an extent they have a little bit more standards on some when it comes to spirituality and stuff like that. Um, but right. at the end of the day, he, he, here's what matters to me. Um, we're, we're skin, we're bones, we're blood. 
right? Look past right. the color, look past right. the design of the face and the design of the yes. body. Yeah. If you look past that, we're all one. I mean, we're, the, the reason, you know, and I hope everyone, if you go back to the root of it, everyone understands why there's different races and colors and things like that. And I'm not going to get into oh, it, yeah. but, you know, mm. that, that happened for a reason. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It, it, it there, there, there is competition even within our own culture, even within our own heritage. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely, you know, you you, sure you hit on something, the caste system and things like that, and you know, being mm. looked down upon and belittled. And guess what that leads to? It leads to the last topic or two we've talked about within our own culture is the self sabotage, yeah. the belittling. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not making. I don't have four or five gas stations or something like that, you know, like, um, yeah, there's this big movement I've seen and you know what I'm about to talk about. Oh yeah. I am. <laughs> which, which kind of irritates me, but you know, we may be hypocrites for that, but I'm not trying to make a movement yeah. out of this. You know, I think, I think it's just yeah. expressing our feelings like, you know, but because it made us realize that there's oppression going on within our community too, but yeah. it's Brown Lives Matter. Mm. It, Okay. I've seen it and it, it kind of wrenches me that like even we couldn't settle to not have fame in the spot. Yeah. Right? Like there you go. Yeah. You just hit it home right there. Yeah. Like let it go. That, like and yeah. you know where it comes and it comes from. Yeah. The people I've seen it come from. I mean, I get it. You know, we, we started we started what we're doing because there was an issue with mental health. And obviously, you know, we both found passion into it, so we got together. But our movement's yeah. different. But what I've been seeing a lot on social media and um, just, just through other people is, is this big, you know, Brown Lives Matter part of it. Like, I, I'm glad they're creating awareness. But it, it, it yeah. can't be that whole brown Indian community. It has to be niche, niche, niches, right? Um, niches. Yeah. It has, yeah. You know, that some people talk about their their dark skin color. Some people talk about, you know, their self-sabotage within the community. We talk about all of it, but, mm. like, stop stealing this from it where it matters the most. Because that doesn't happen in America with brown people. Like... I, at least from an extent I don't see. I know it happened during like the 9-11 time right. where a lot of people were misjudged and categorized uh, mm -hmm. because I was called a terrorist throughout my whole high school career, uh, mm -hmm. my, my whole high school life. And I have no association, you know, yeah. sure. um, totally different religion, totally different background. But because of my skin color, I was called that. Yeah, um, I was too. So I, I, I get it where it comes from, but... And all there's probably more movements popping up that I don't even know about because mm -hmm. that's where my concentration is right now in, in different religions and cultures. And this this is a great awakening within the racism piece of it. Yeah, but I just don't want that thunder to be stolen where it matters the most because where it yeah, matters sure. the most is where it's being hit hard right now. Yeah, it is. So that's 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 all I have to say on this is oh, you know I I, I I wish for peace. Uh, mm. We can pray for it, but yes. Yeah. You know that the act only comes from within us. It yeah. doesn't come from you know our minds. It comes from within, and so yeah, yeah. it uh, it's gonna take a lot. And like you said, it's probably already started. And you yeah. know, I was talking to you know again like my um, my friend and he uh, 
he's all like, you know, he's glad that he's home and I'm all, like he's not able to go outside because he can only foresee it getting worse if, mm. especially with the election and stuff coming around. I've been watching the DNCs and the RNCs and, uh, you know, mm. I, I just don't know. I, I, no, another excellent segue. You did it a second time now. Perfect segue <laughs> to what's coming right here. Get out and it. vote on November 3rd. Oh, interesting. I know for those who know me well and know my history, <laughs> after we sustain your vitals from your heart attack, get out and vote. It is so important this year, man, this upcoming election. We are, there's no election that is ever more important than this one right now on November 3rd. This is the absolute are- pivotal moment, man, for this country. I love that you said that because the past couple of days I've been, I've always had this truth and belief about myself that I will never vote. I will never, I'm not a U.S. citizen. I'm a, I'm a PR home. And so I told myself, you know, I'm never going to get my citizenship because I'm Canadian and I was born in Canada. I still have my Canadian citizenship and passport. And so, you know, something, if shit hits the wall here, guess where I'm going? I'm flying North with the birds. Um, (laughs) But here's the thing, this, this, this past year, with everything that's gone on, um, I've been really considering if I had that opportunity to vote. Mm. Like, this is a new passion has awoken yeah. in me. Um, yeah. Because I said, what is my vote going to do? You know, mm. it's not going to make a difference. But you know who truly makes a difference too? Is yourself. Yeah. If you knew you stood up and made that one vote, yeah. And if you knew that somehow that made a difference in your life, then guess what? You can challenge yourself to start changing communities, yeah. to start changing areas around you. Because yeah. that's why it only takes one vote. It only takes you to believe. Yeah. Um, that's all it does. Yeah. But unfortunately, I have to skip out on this this, this year. And hopefully... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hopefully Man. my candidate or, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Um, yeah. I, I'm not going to get into that now, even though that's one of our topics of discussion later on. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for later. Yeah, we will. Definitely. And, and I'm the same, man. I, I don't have not a registered uh, political party. I don't have a specific side that I have that I choose to follow. Um, I just registered, registered to vote for the first time uh, earlier this year on oh, Juneteenth. Yeah, this is my first election coming up, man. So, wow. um, yeah, I refuse to pick a side. I, I will vote always for the issues, the social issues, and I want that I want to see change in. And whatever that lines up with, whatever that looks like for parties, great. But, um, you know, I just uh, I, I want humanity to be done right, the way that God right. intended it for it to be, and I, and I will vote accordingly. And and we'll see, man. We'll, we will respect opinions of other people who are different, that oppose us, have different beliefs. That's going to be there. But maybe this week, do something kind for that person. Step out, you know. Mm. And uh, you know, uh, bridge the gap a little bit this week. Um, again, to my black brothers and sisters out there listening, we love you guys, man. We're with you. Black lives absolutely matter. Uh, all lives cannot until yours do. Um, and to my Indian brothers and sisters, um, we've always been together. Um, you know, we're, we are. We have more in common than we don't, man. India right. versus Fiji, you know. Uh, let's let's start preparing this world to be better for our kids and our grandkids, and let's come together. Um, yeah, that's my heart. 
Well, I mean, thank you for speaking um, what was on your heart this whole week. I mean, I just, you know, I hope and I pray and I wish that as we go along these next couple of weeks and months and this election comes up and a new year turns for this whole world that mm. things get better and the light does shine. So audience, uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to us. It takes a lot for both of us to come on here and uh, kind of shake the unknown, which is ourselves and be open, be broken, be vulnerable. But we do this because we do it for the people. So mm. again, if you have questions, comments, if you want to hear about a topic, uh, just let us know um, through our website, brokenmosaicwithanx.com um, or ask at brokenmosaic.com. Also, um, this uh, I know we said on episode one, our third episode, that our episode four would uh, would be a special one for a guest star, but this was a little bit more important. So we were going to go ahead and publish this at episode four and our next episode, which is uh, already scheduled for next week, we will have our um, a guest coming up and uh, you'll hear a little bit about that here in about a week or so when we have a preview come out. So thank you. Bless you guys and have a wonderful week. Thank you, everybody. We